Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back on a beautiful Sunday morning. Alhamdulillah, the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Myself, Raji Davazi, and of course, our technician doing duty this morning, that is Faiz Davis. And today, the date, uh, the 7th, Jamad al Awal, 1438, corresponding to our Gregorian calendar, the 5th of February 2017. Alhamdulillah, once again in studio, we have the honor to have uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels in studio with us. Alhamdulillah, who is the Imam of uh, Portland's Masjid, uh, that is uh, Masjid Rav, inshallah. Sheikh, Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam. Alhamdulillah. Wonderful to be back. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, we will listen to Sheikh Zabita, some funny elderly Mesafra. Yesterday, Sheikh, it was an announcement from the elderly lady, uh-huh. and she reached the age of 90. Alhamdulillah. Mashallah, Mashallah, Mashallah. And Allah said to her, Mommy, and of course, yes, Sheikh, and Allah granted the, the age that is now 90 years. Alhamdulillah. 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 وإمام المتقين سيدنا وحبيبنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لأمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقو قولي اللهم لا تكلني إلى نفسي طرفة عين ولا أقل من ذلك My beloved mothers and fathers and beloved sisters and brothers and beloved and honorable youth and children and dear listeners of the voice of the Cape, I greet you with the universal greetings of love and mercy and honor and respect. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all the favors that Allah has bestowed upon us. And we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the greatest favor that Allah has bestowed upon us. And that is to be part of the ummah of La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa nashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika la. And we bear testimony that no one has got the right to be worshipped except Allah alone. And we also bear witness that our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the final and the greatest message of Allah. Al-Qa'il, the one that said, Man salla alayya salatan mukhlisan min qalbihi sallallahu alayhi biha ashara. Salawatin. Whosoever puts one salah on me, says the Nabi Muhammad, Mukhlisan min qalbi, sincerely from the heart, mm-hmm. sincerely from the heart, Mukhlisan, then Allah will put ten salawat from Allah, ten mercy from Allah on you. Every time we remind one another, the hadith actually means that if you put a hundred salawat on Rasulullah every day, then Allah will put a thousand mercy on you. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. We are so fortunate. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us to, to uh, appreciate the value of putting salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad. So once again, I'm going to ask each and every one to join me in putting salawat on Rasulullah. There are thousands and thousands of listeners to the voice of the Kip. Now imagine all of us, three times we're going to put salawat on Rasulullah. Can you imagine? How much, how much mercy from Allah will descend upon 
Cape Town or wherever the listeners are, Allahu Akbar. So please join me in putting salawat on Rasulullah sallallahu mukhlisan, sincerely from our heart with feeling and with love and with passion and with appreciation to Allah and with appreciation to our beloved Nabi Muhammad Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin al-Nabiyyil Ummi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallim Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin al-Nabiyyil Ummi wa ala alihi wa Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin al-Nabiyyil Ummi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallim MashaAllah, MashaAllah Shukran to all our dear beloved mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers and children have joined us in putting salawat on the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Another important hadith on the salawat on Rasulullah, the Nabi Muhammad says, those people were the most consistent and unworthy means of the mister salawat gebringet op the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. They are going to be the closest to Rasulullah the day of Qiyamah, Allahu Akbar. And they're going to stand first in line to receive the shafa'ah of Rasulullah to enter the Jannah, Allahu Akbar. So let us ask for a winter mark on paya by salawat of the Osir Khalifa Nabi Muhammad My dear mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers, whilst we are talking about the word mukhlisan, sincerely, allow me to remind you that our beloved Nabi Muhammad said, Man qala la ilaha illallah mukhlisan dakhal al-Jannah. Whosoever says la ilaha illallah sincerely, that person will enter the Jannah, says the Nabi Muhammad And so the Sahaba did us a great favor. The favor was, they asked Rasulullah, Ya Rasulullah, now what is the meaning of saying La ilaha illallah sincerely? And this is a very important question. So the Nabi Muhammad said, the actual meaning of Mukhlisan sincerely saying La ilaha illallah is when by saying La ilaha illallah, La ilaha illallah, La ilaha illallah, it keeps you away from all haram. It keeps you away from all haram. That is the actual meaning of saying La ilaha illallah. Because La ilaha illallah means no one has got the right to be worshipped except Allah alone. Hmm. So no, I, don't, I don't even worship my desires. I only worship Allah. I don't obey my almost desires and temptations. On verkeerde dinge te doen en dinge te doen wat against Allah's se, se, se is. So, so I'm saying La ilaha illallah means I only obey Allah. I don't even obey my desires and my temptations. That is the true meaning of La ilaha illallah. So if a person says La ilaha illallah sincerely, then he will enter the Jannah of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Jamaat Muslimin, so inshallah uh, uh, this, this, uh, this segment of our, of our program we, we are doing a lot of dhikrullah and we encourage one another to increase our dhikrullah, insha'Allah. Shukran, Sheikh. We need to go for a commercial break. Stay tuned to the Voice of the Cape on 91.3 FM.
Welcome back in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage Alhamdulillah In studio we have uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel of Portland And who is the Imam of uh, Masjid al-Rabi Alhamdulillah uh, Sheikh, I just uh, want to comment coming through here The peace of the, the power of the brain is in dhikr, mashallah Alhamdulillah no, mashallah. And if you share, can just recite Hasbi Rabbi Jalallah Allah is enough for us Glory be to Allah Inshallah Shukran uh, for that listener. Um, as we said before the advertisement break, that um, La ilaha illallah means uh, I worship none but Allah and I don't even worship my own desires and my own temptations. Mm-hmm. So once again I'm going to ask everybody to join in to say La ilaha illallah three times and the fourth time we say Ma fi qalbi ghayrullah Ma fi qalbi There's nothing in my heart so it's qalbi with a qaf. You can't say kalbi. If you say kalbi, it's a different meaning. Kalp means a dog. So you can't say there's nothing in my dog except Allah. No. And and that is why a person must go learn by ustas how to bacha and how to read. And I'm just thinking about the uh, fullback of the stormers in the Western province. Say, say, namas qalbi. Niman says, say, namas kalbini. So so it's easy to say qalbi. Ma fi qalbi. Ghayrullah, ma fi qalbi ghayrullah. But before we're going to say La ilaha illallah, we, we first going to say the word, the, the greatest word and the greatest name of Allah, and that is Allah, to, to fill our hearts with, 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 with uh, Allah subhanahu presence, Allahu Akbar. And, and it's so easy um, for us to, um, to, re, to, re, to, to say these words because it's so natural for, for the body and for the heart and for the tongue to say Allah, Allah, Allah. Because it won't be it won't be strange uh, for us, but Raji and dear listeners, that if if uh, somebody tells us uh, the, the pumping of the heart, the mm-hmm. actual the actual pumping is the heart says Allah, 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 Allah. It won't be it won't be strange because Allah says, "Wama bin shayin illa Nothing in this world, everything in this world, make tasbih to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Even the the birds, even mm-hmm. the stones. Now, what about your heart that Allah has created? Uh, you know. So it's, it's nothing strange. That's why it's so easy to say the word Allah. Even uh, my, my beloved daughter that works for us for years, her name is Christine. But the Rajimud who says the following dhikr Allahu, 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 Allahu. She can say it because it's so natural. Every child is born with a natural instinct to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, so whether it's a, a Muslim or a Christian or a Jew or a Hindu, Allah has created everybody, the one God. And Allah has created the hearts of everybody. So it's natural, the word Allah. So I'm, I, I'm asking everybody to join. And after we say Allah, we're going to change over to La ilaha illallah. And we're going to say it sincerely. And we know what's the meaning of sincerely. And then to confirm it, we say, Ma fi qalbi ghayrullah, inshaAllah. Allahu 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 Allah 
قلبي غير الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله ما في قلبي غير الله. Now, Mr. Raji, we can to exceed to the request of the of that listener. Uh, he or she asked us to say uh, the, third, the fourth time Hasbi Rabbi Jalallah Sufficient is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala My creator for us For, for all of us Hasbi Rabbi Jalallah La ilaha Allah is sufficient for us. Allah is sufficient for us. So my dear listeners, as we've said earlier, at, 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 in this segment of our program, we motivate one another to increase our remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we want to motivate one another to be consistent in our daily dhikr, our daily adhkar. Adhkar is the plural of dhikr. So the adhkar is a plural of dhikr. We want to encourage and motivate one another to be consistent. That's a key word, consistent uh, with our daily adhkar. It is also called a weird, or it's called a ratib. That's why we say ratibul haddad. It's, it's something that you do every day. Allahu Akbar. So the, the meaning of weird is the place where the animals come to drink their water every day. And if they're not going to drink water, they're going to die. Allah so the, the daily adhkar or the wirt or the ratib uh, keeps us alive. If we, if, we, if we don't do the daily dhikr, slowly, slowly our hearts are going to die. And even the Nabi Muhammad says, a person that remembers Allah always is like a, is a, a, a living person. A person that don't remembers Allah is like a dead person, it's like a dwaya means. So may Allah keep our hearts alive with the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We, we remind one another that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to us in the Holy Quran, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu dhkurullaha dhikran kathira. Oh, you believe, remember Allah, and remember Allah in abundance. You know, can we, can we just for a moment ponder over these words of Allah? Allah is saying to all of us, nobody's excluded. Amal is include. Uyala means what iman it. Unhaufa Allah, and unhaufa Allah baya. Allahu Akbar. And I've just learned recently with the Raji and dear listeners a, a, an amazing hadith of the Nabi Muhammad. Sure, the Nabi Muhammad was asked, Hajj a'zam, ajaran, whose, whose Hajj is the greatest Hajj by Allah? And the Nabi Muhammad said, Aktharum lillahi dhikran. The one going on Hajj and he remembers Allah the most. Allah Akbar. Oh. And then the Rasulullah was asked, Fa a'zam. Ya Rasulullah, all the people that make salah, Who's, who's, who, is the, who, who are the greatest musalleen in reward by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And the Nabi Muhammad gave the same answer. Aktharuhum lillahi dhikran. 
are those musallin people that make salah who are who, who are in the remembrance of Allah always they re- all remember Allah in abundance so in other words not only salah outside salah they are always busy remembering Allah and then Rasulullah was asked Ya Rasulullah now we say best means what puasa to say the Nabi Muhammad the means that for Allah the mist or no Ya Rasulullah we say best mujahideen for the means what jihad mark for the leave we say best of Allah Welcome back in a program negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage. Alhamdulillah. We've got approximately six minutes before the news at 12, but for now I leave you over to Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels, who is the Imam of Portland's Masjid, inshallah. Shukran, Daraji. Dear listeners, I just want to, to bring you back to this important hadith. Imagine Rasulullah was, was asked, Ya Rasulullah, who are the best Muslim of all the people in the world? And the Nabi Muhammad said, those who are the most in remembrance of Allah. So may Allah increase our remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My dear beloved mothers and fathers, you know, I, I do have a beautiful story for you. A person that regularly in, attends the masjid, one day after Fajr, he, he moved forward to the Imam and he said, Yeah, Imam, please give me advice. And the Imam said that uh, he said to himself, I wonder what advice can I give this person? He says, it's almost like Allah inspired him to say, uh, my advice to you is قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم the Nabi Muhammad says كلمتان خفيفتان على اللسان ثقيلتان في الميزان حبيبتان إلى الرحمن سبحان الله بحمدي سبحان الله العظيم there are two words that are very easy on the tongue and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves these two words and it's going to weigh heavily on your scales the day of Qiyamah it's going to tip your scales for the day of Qiyamah and these two words are Subhanallah, bihamdi, subhanallah, azim. This man, after that day, whoever he meets, whether it's his children or grandchildren or his sisters or his brothers or cousins or nieces or nephews, people at work, neighbors, people at a wedding function, he would say to each one of them, Qala Rasulullah, the Nabi Muhammad says, there are two words that are very easy on the tongue and it will weigh heavily on your favor and Allah just loves it. Subhanallah, bihamdi, subhanallah, azim. And then after, you know, after years of giving people advice, this particular man became very, very ill. And, and, and he was in hospital for, for months. And he became unconscious. So every day the children will stand around, the, uh, stand around their father waiting for him to open his eyes. And this particular day while they were waiting and the doctor was also there, he opened his eyes and the doctor said to the children, Hey, Papa is opening his eyes. And when up Papa saw doctor, the doctor in front of him, he said to the doctor, Doctor, the Nabi Muhammad says, there are two words that are very easy on the tongue. And Allah just loves these two words and is going to weigh heavily in your favor. And these two words are subhanallah, bihamdi, subhanallah, azim. And after he told the doctor the advice, he closed his eyes and he died. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. So I just want to remind you again of the value of these two words. It's going to tip your scales for the day of Qiyamah. So I'm going to ask everybody, inshallah, to join me again with the intention that Allah subhanahu wa grant us on a daily basis, 20 times or 40 times or 60 times or 100 times or even more. 
we say these two words, Subhanallah, Bihamdi, Subhanallah, Al-Azim. So once again, please join me, my dear mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi Subhanallah Al-Azim Allah Subhanallah wa bihamdihi Subhanallah Al-Azim Subhanallah wa bihamdihi Subhanallah Al-Azim Subhanallah wa bihamdihi Subhanallah Al-Azim MashaAllah, MashaAllah May Allah grant us to continue and keep this dhikr alive in our homes and with our children, insha'Allah. And then, Jamaatul uh, Muslimin, uh, all of us, we are concerned about the water issue in, in South Africa and in Cape Town. And, and, and uh, we, I want to remind you today that Allah subhanahu says in the Holy Quran that Nabi, Nabi Nuh told his people, and Allah records it, فَقُلْ تُسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ I said, Ya Allah, to, the, to my people, ask Allah forgiveness. Say, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah. Inna kana ghaffara. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just is the most of forgiving. Allah just want to forgive people. Yursili sama alaykum midarara. And Allah will send to you rain. Allah, Allah will send to you rain. So if people increase their istighfar, so we, if we want to do ourselves a favor and South Africa a favor and Cape Town a favor, all of us must increase to say Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, 100 times, 200 times, 500 times. Inshallah, by doing that, Allah will grant us that the rain will come, inshallah. So um, I want you to join me again uh, with a niyyah, inshallah, that Allah is going to send a lot of rain amin, to, uh, amin. to the people of Cape Town, inshallah. Amin, amin, inshallah. تغفر الله العظيم التواب الرحيم نستغفر 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 الله العظيم التواب الرحيم صدق الله العظيم شكرا شيخ السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Welcome back in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage Alhamdulillah If you just join us in studio We have Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels Who is the Imam of Masjid al-Rabi in Portland Alhamdulillah And I would say Sheikh That there is a fan of the Muslim listeners That listen to this program And we say for a good morning We say for a good name and a good afternoon to all of them and we really appreciate that they are listening to us and I know from right from the beginning of the start of Voice of a Cape we always had non-Muslim listeners listening into the Voice of a Cape and we love them dearly and we appreciate them and then I said, like, uh, did the program, Sheikh. Alhamdulillah. Okay, carry on with the good, inshallah. Inshallah. Uh, Sheikh, just before the uh, news at 12, uh, Sheikh, we made a of water. I think in every program, we talk about water. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the water is life, and our precious water is. And if you listen, Sheikh, I just uh, pick up a notice here. They say, 
one toilet flush uses nine liters yeah, of water. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mess of spires, by water, what afgandaan. Yeah, you miss it. Elke een gaat naar die gemak en naar die toilet toe en die flush. It's nine liters of water. Nou, ek het ook genotis, sommige van die toilets op de Raji, as jy, for example, as jy nou nie naar betoe gedoen het, en jy moet net gewaarde urine, as jy flush, as jy sommige weer druk, ja, dan dan gaat het niet af te van die water. Okay, yes. Bij van die flushes weg zo. Ze flush, maar ze druk het weer. Ze zijn patten flush, ne? Ze druk het, maar sommige achter kort achterna, dan druk ze het weer. Dan gebruik het die al die water. Dan stop het zo maar daar. Als je om dit te oorkomen zegt, kan je gebruiken. Je put in een one big into the system. That's right, ja. En dan maak je kan zeven om tien twee liters water. That's right, ja. That's right, ja. So and I I I hope inshallah that our engineers and our people working, uh, you know, in in this uh, part of the of the uh, services, they would they would find a way that we don't need to use this um, the gezonde water and drink water mm. from the toilet to go. Yes. Uh, maybe we should, uh, you know, the, the city council should think of using borehole water. Yeah. But there must be another way. I have thought of it. I hope inshallah we will all get all our minds by each other and it will come to a, to a, to a solution inshallah. So say one kiloliter is a thousand liters. One kiloliter is a thousand liters. So the city offers for your residents six liters free mm. of water. Yeah. And as you go to pay, you go to pay. Yeah. So imagine six liters is give us six thousand liters free. Yeah. So we can more than 20 liters of that. So we can use the program for people to remind, even as we can do it. Yes. I would love to believe that, Raji, that the Muslims can save the world and South Africa lots of water. Because us as abdasni man nima so met bywater. You know, there is a video out on WhatsApp. Die sheikh, hy gebrek een glas water. En hy neem abdasse, jylle abdas. En al die plekke van abdas is heel te mal recht gedoen. Een kopje water, toe is daar nog water oor. Ja, en is dan. So it just shows that hoeveel liters van water kan ons nie sêf as elke moslim you know, mooi gebrek het en, you know, so baie keer as ons ons met die water laat loop nie, ons van die water nie in die, in die haan, in die meantime, maak sy die kraan toe, dan was jy jou gezicht, ja, en is dan, so we must take more time to take who do, so that we can save water, inshallah, and with us being conscious of saving water, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will preserve this great ni'amah, this is one of the greatest ni'amahs, water, but if we're gonna waste it, so Allah said in the Quran, die mense wat waste, Hulle is die broers van die shayateen, you know, so ons moet baie kefel wees, inshallah. Inshallah. Sjoe, sjoe, back to our program, inshallah. Taraji en geëerde luisteraars, ons is amper klaar met die dhikrullah. I just want to once again remind you that our beloved Nabi Muhammad said, Khayru ma kultu anna wa nabiyuna min qabli. The best that I've ever said, in other words of dhikrullah, and all the prophets before me, is la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika la lahu al-mulku wa lahu al-hamdu yuhi wa yumit wa huwa ala kulli shayin qadir la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lahu lahu al-mulku wa lahu al-hamdu yuhi wa yumit wa huwa ala kulli shayin qadir just think about it just listen again to the words of Rasulullah khayru ma kultu anna the best that I've ever said Rasulullah 
the best creation of Allah, and all the other best creation of Allah, the prophets of Allah, Nabi Ibrahim, Nabi Musa, Nabi Yahya, Nabi Zakariya, Nabi Isa, Amul di Nabis, the best of it, what owns the best of it, who owns for Allah who know it. As I'm to say, La ilaha illallah, wahdahu la sharika la, lahu al-mulku wa lahu al-hamdu yuhi wa yumit, wa huwa ala kulli shayin qadir. And listen to what Rasulullah says, the Nabi Muhammad had for us encouraged on what every day a hundred kia to say. The Nabi Muhammad motivated us to say it every day a hundred times. And Rasulullah says, if you do it a hundred times, these are the benefits. For example, it is as if you have freed ten slaves. Now, to free one slave in Islam is massive. But then the Nabi Muhammad says, it's not any slaves. Ten slaves of the progeny of the children of Nabi Ismail alayhi salam. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. And then Allah will write down for you the second benefit. Allah will write down for you as if you've done a hundred good deeds. And Allah will wipe out hundred of your major sins. The third one the Nabi Muhammad says, Allah will grant after you've said it a hundred times that you will, prepare, you will be protected from the shaitan. And this is very crucial in our lives. Because the shaitan can make it very difficult for us. He promised to Allah that you will come from the front, from behind, from the right hand side, from the left hand side to make sure that we won't come on the sirat al-mustaqim. Ya salam. He wants to take us to the fire of Jahannam. So by saying the, uh, uh, this dhikr a hundred times, you will be protected for the whole day, says Rasulullah. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam against the shaitan. And that's why my ustaz, Sheikh Ibrahim Stienkam, who now, alhamdulillah, have moved to Portland. Uh, uh, he said, now the other day in Portland's masjid, just imagine that as you hear the word of Satan, that you protect from the shaitan. And he said, see, that's my fruit, the ochen. Then he said, you're from früher protect. You're not from Marach, say, do it early in the morning, that from the morning until tonight you are protected a guard against the accursed shaitan. And to say, my ustaz, and as in the car, I'm going to say, 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 I'm from all over, all over the years, when he gets into the car, after he knows the doors are battered, um, um, to ring, and a hundred times, La ilaha illallah, wahdahu la sharika la, lahu al-mulku. And see, every person, okay, now as a class, I can just make a prat. My ustaz here is man a platway. As you can make no nonsense prat. No, he knows not for me. Can't um, no, clear to make, but I must clear make. Allah Akbar. So, so that is by your advice, you know. So our people are traveling every day. Take the advice of our honourable ustaz. Do your dhikr a hundred times, inshallah, you will be benefited. And listen to the last benefit. The Nabi Muhammad says, وَلَمْ يَأْتِ أَحَدٌ أَفْضَلَ مِنُهُ And nobody in the whole world does better than you, except for the person that does it more than a hundred times. Allahu Akbar. Ma Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illallah, wahdahu la sharika lah, lahu al-mulku, walau al-hamdu, yuhi, wa yumit, wa huwa ala kulli shayin qadir. No one has got the right to be worshipped except Allah alone. Wahdahu, Allah alone, la sharika lah. I ascribe no partners with Allah. Lahu al-mulku, walau al-hamdu. 
all the praises and all the kingdom belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah gives life and Allah takes away. Now Allah has got the power over all things. Allah Akbar. This is the best that Rasulullah ever said in all the Anbiya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Shukran for that advice, Sheikh. We need to go for a commercial break and then come back. We'll continue, inshallah. Welcome back in the... Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Welcome back in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage, inshallah. Uh, Sheikh, you may continue, inshallah. Inshallah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Dear listeners, now we're coming to Negotiating Pathways to a Successful Marriage. In other words, how do we work out, how do we plan and strategize pathways in different ways so that we can make sure that our marriage will be a successful one, inshallah. So, my, for my, my dear listeners, for any success, you need teamwork. So the husband and the wife need to work together. And you need discipline. Both of us need to be disciplined in our marriage. We need to do everything with excellence, with professionalism. You need a, a full commitment and dedication to, to, to the success of your marriage. And that comes from both sides. And you need good relationship. You need a close relationship. You need good communication, Allahu Akbar. And you need to honor and respect one another. So both parties need to honor and respect one another. Allahu Akbar. Just imagine our beloved Nabi Muhammad said, مَنْ كَانَ يُؤْمِنُ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ فَلْيُكْرِمْ ضَيْفَهُ And it's following فَلْيُكْرِمْ جَارَهُمْ Whosoever believes in Allah and whosoever believes in the last day, let him honor his guest, says Rasulullah. And then Rabbi Muhammad also says, Whosoever believes in Allah and whosoever believes in, in the last day, let him honor his neighbors. So we, we derive from this hadith, now how important is it not that a wife or the husband honor and respect his, his, uh, his wife and the wife honor, honors and respects her husband, Allah. We take from this hadith, the Nabi Muhammad says, Whosoever believes in Allah and Rasul and Tamaf in the last day, let him honor his guest and let him honor his neighbors. So likewise, we derive from this hadith, Whosoever believes in Allah in the last day, honor your partner in life, Allah Akbar. So one of the most important ingredients for a successful marriage is, is to t display the best of character towards one another, Allahu Akbar, and to respect one another's feelings, and to respect one another's feelings. I'm just going to repeat that. One of the most important ingredients for a successful marriage is that we respect and consider one another's feelings. One of the most beautiful stories, stories that I've heard just recently is about a couple and, and the woman was a beautiful woman beautiful beautiful woman and and then um she this beautiful woman uh, she became ill and she had a skin disease and unfortunately she 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 didn't stay so beautiful in other words she she became a bit ugly or uglier and then the, the husband traveled and he came back and he was in an accident and he came back blind and and, uh, and and they continue with the life and he loved her dearly and she loved him dearly and she helped him because he was blind you know walking with him and guiding him and then after a few years the the, the wife died 
And after a few days, somebody told him, no, who's going to help you, guiding you because you're blind? He said, no, I'm not actually blind. I'm not actually blind. I, I only told my wife I'm blind because I didn't want to hurt her feelings. I knew that she's going to feel uncomfortable, that she's not so beautiful anymore. Allahu mm, Akbar. Yes. Can wow. you imagine these Allah. considerations? Allahu Akbar for one another's feelings. Oh. Uh, salam. Yeah, salam. So the moral, the moral of the story, Butarajin, dear listeners, is sometimes we need to, to keep us blind of certain things that happens to our spouse. Of if, she does, if she does something wrong or if he does something wrong, keep me a blind eye. Allah Akbar, that is beautiful for me. My dear beloved ones, the display of beautiful character towards one another has a great impact onto the heart and the soul of your partner, of your spouse. As the saying goes, my dear listeners, Respect goes a long, long way, Allah, and that's the truth. For example, uh, if the husband has passed on for 20 years and for 30 years, you will, you will hear the wife saying to other people or to her grandchildren, your father was, your, your grandfather was such a respectable person, Allah. He had such beautiful character. Respect goes a long, long, long way, Allahu Akbar. Look at Umm Salama, radiallahu anha. When her husband passed on, and, and the point I want to make is that our beautiful character to one another has got a great impact on the hearts of the wife or the husband. Umm Salama, anna, when her husband Abu Salama passed on, she said that I am going to make the dua that my, my husband taught me, that he, he, he brought from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and that is to say, Allahumma ajirni fi musibati. Oh Allah, save me in my calamity. Wakhlufni khayram minha and grant me better. My, my, this is a calamity that my, my husband has passed on. Save me in my calamity, but grant me better, ya, ya Allah. And she said that I'm going to make the dua, but I don't think that in the whole Madinatul Munawwara, in the time of the Sahaba, I don't think there is a better husband than my husband. Allahu Akbar. Why, why could she say that? It's because Abu Salama treated her with honor and with respect and with beautiful character. If Abu Salama, may Allah protect, if Abu Salama had to deal with her and treated her with dishonor and disrespect and ugly words and ugly character, she wouldn't have said that. But she said, I'm going to make the dua. Oh Allah grant me better, but I don't think in the whole of Madinatul Munawwara, and this is the time of the Sahaba of Rasulullah, I don't think there is a better man and a husband than my husband, Allahu Akbar. At the end of the story, at the end of the story, dear listeners, because of the barakah of the dua, Allah accepted the dua, and Allah sent not only a better person than the husband, but the best man in the world ever since the time of Nabi Adam since the first human being the best ever man in the world Allah has sent to her our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar my dear ones once again look at the impact that beautiful character have on the heart of your partner 
Look at the, the impact that the character of our beloved Nabi Ali had on our beloved mother, Sayyidatina Aisha Radla Anha. She is our mother. She is the mother of each and every Muslim. And all of us, we love our mothers. We love our mothers. And I've said it before. We thank Allah that we honor the wives of Rasulullah and we honor Sayyidatina Aisha, our mother. And we are not, we thank Allah that we are not of the people that curse Sayyidina Aisha. We're not going to stand with that um, sin and wrong on the day of Qiyamah that Allah is going to question you, why did you curse the honorable wife of Rasulullah? I have chosen her to be the wife for my Rasul and you cursed her and I made her your mother. Alhamdulillah, we thank Allah that we honor and we respect and we love Sayyidatina Aisha. In fact, when we speak about her, we want to cry. Like myself and all of us, when we speak about our mothers, if I speak about my mother, the Honorable Haji Halima, and anytime when I think about her, I want to cry. So likewise, when we speak about Sayyidina Aisha, the mother of all the believers, we, 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 we love her and we long for her and we cry for her and we make dua Allah must grant, her, grant us to meet her in Jannah. So the, the character of Rasulullah had so much impact on her. When she was asked, How was the character of Rasulullah? She immediately, without hesitation, said, His character was the, the Quran. He was the living Quran. Allahu Akbar. What a way to describe your husband. His character, his whole life was the, he was the practical Quran. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Sayyidina Aisha, you know, uh, on another occasion said that uh, there was one time when she said to Rasulullah, Are you, are you the one that think that you're a Nabi? You're a prophet? She said, and, and, the, and the response of Rasulullah, he just smiled. He didn't say anything. Any other person would become so angry and say, what, what do you say now? Rasulullah just smiled. And he walked away because he knew that Sayyidina Aisha is a human being. And she's got some moods like any other human being or we're all human beings. Allahu Akbar. And then Nabi Muhammad just laughed. This was the character of Rasulullah. And we must learn from the character of Rasulullah sallallahu She says that one day Rasulullah said to us, um, Aisha, uh, to, to her, Aisha, uh, Allahu Akbar. Huh? Look at the character of Rasulullah. She says that Whenever Rasulullah came to her, he would, he would spend a lot of time with her. He, will, he would hug her. He would be loving with her. Is there anything wrong for a husband to be loving with your, with your wife? Is there anything wrong if Rasulullah is loving? He's the, the, greatest, the greatest spiritual human being. Is it wrong that Rasulullah is loving with, uh, uh, with, with, with his wife? How can it be wrong? That is, that is what is desired and recommended. You know, people when they are uh, before marriage, they are so loving with one another. And sometimes the first three months or the first six months or the year or two years. But what happens after that? And, and Allah says in the Quran, of the wonderful signs of Allah, is that Allah has created for you 
from your own self, your partners in life. Mm. And Allah has put between husband and wife love and mercy. Allahu Allah. Akbar. So that love that we had before marriage and the first six months or first two years or three years of marriage, we must preserve that love. We must look after that love. We must increase our love. So um, she says, whenever Rasulullah came to her, he would, would, he would give all, all his time to her. Allahu Akbar. Inshallah, we must learn. We must make this year the turning point in our lives. We, we don't believe in this. Uh, uh, this month is what? What is the good? What is the good? What is the good? What is Pink day? No, not a pink day. The uh, uh, I cannot remember. Oh, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. <laughs> Valentine's Day. So this is a lot of bad. Yeah, yes, but, uh, yes. but, uh, this is about, for example, mm. if you admire a person and you love that person and you're not married to that person, you can send that person a gift. And uh, the said, "I am your a silent admirer." So I'm all encouragement for haram mm. love. No, no. We as Muslims, Allah has Allah has given that love for us in our hearts for our wives and for our husbands and we must revive that love that Allah uh, put in our hearts inshallah and Allah says and Allah put between husband and wife mercy and I always make dua for Sheikh Muhammad Salih Adams who was a great uh, person and a great Hafiz al-Quran and a great, a great uh, physical science teacher in the last and I was Imam after Imam uh, Mani Bashir yeah. At one wedding reception, he says, you must add another word to that word mercy in the context of marriage. Allah has put between husband and wife, forgiving mercy. Forgiving mercy. Mm-hmm. That is so crucial. That is such a crucial word mm-hmm. for the success, for negotiating uh, pathways to a successful marriage. To have that forgiving mercy. How can you keep your husband in your heart? And you don't want to forgive him or you keep your wife in the heart for something that says done wrong for years and for years and you don't want to forgive. No, there must be forgiving mercy because both of you, you are human beings. We are all human beings. We're not perfect human beings. Your husband or your wife is not one of the prophets of Allah or one of the angels of one of the malaika. He's a human being and she's a human being. So if she does something wrong, find it in your heart to forgive and life must go on, inshallah. Allahu Akbar. So once again, Jabhat Muslimin, that was the character of our beloved Nabi Muhammad Wasallam. My dear listeners, in between of what we are speaking now, I want to once again share with you a beautiful hadith that I've heard for the first time in my life six, three weeks ago. And I'm so happy that I've heard this hadith and I'm so excited to share it with you. And I, you know, I, I, I wish that I have heard this hadith long, long ago. And one of the reasons why I share with people that I only learned it now, it just shows you that we must make more effort to learn more ahadith of our beloved Nabi Muhammad. So and there's so much to learn. Allah Akbar. So listen to this beautiful and amazing hadith. And as I'm sharing it with you, and as, as I am so excited to share it with you, please be excite, excited to, to share it with your family, with your children, with your grandchildren, with your neighbors, with everybody. And listen to, to the hadith. The Sahaba asked Rasulullah, Man ahabbu ibadillahi ilallah. Who are the most beloved servants of Allah to Allah? In other words, who are the most beloved of all people to Allah? And the Nabi Muhammad said, Ahsanuhum khuluqa. Those of him were the best of character. Allahu Akbar. Ta'ara, is there any more hadith? 
Is dit die important hadith, Allah? Ons wil ons die beste wees, en wie van ons wil die, gel- die geliefste wees by Allah nie? As enigene van ons sê, uh, vandag gaan ons uh, prijsig hier, vir die mense wat ge- wees die geliefste by Allah. Allah, Allah, Allah. daar gaan die plek wees nie, jy by the voice of the kippie. Huh? So here Rasulullah says for us, do you know who, he was asked, you know who are the most beloved to Allah? Rasulullah says, die mense wat die mooiste geaard het, Allah Akbar. Alhamdulillah, Sheikh, on that note, we need to go for a break. Uh, we'll be back, inshallah. Stay tuned. Welcome back in the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah, we've got approximately less than 15 minutes in the program. Let's go to our SMS line, 47913, Sheikh. Although we spoke about the uh, marriage, um, this one coming through here, Sheikh. Assalamu alaikum, Imam. I was on Arafah and I made this dhikr. Subhanallah. And the walk of Wukuf, I fell as if Allah touched my hands. Alhamdulillah. Uh, shukran once again, Sheikh. Mm-hmm. Next one here. Yeah. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, shukran, Sheikh. So, so much. You just make tears roll while I'm doing my cooking. The dhikr. My brother's biopsy results positive and my she's being operated tomorrow, inshallah. Alhamdulillah, to whatever situation Allah puts us in, please, Sheikh, will you end with the salawat again, inshallah. Keep us in your dua, inshallah. Shukran. MashaAllah, we say shukran to the listeners for uh, sending the SMSs and uh, mashallah, that lady that says that uh, she could uh, almost feel that Allah touched her hand on Arafah. That's deep, mashallah. Allah. Because. Uh, uh, you know, connected with Arafah, uh, uh, on the day of Arafah, mm-hmm. the Nabi Muhammad said, the, uh, the best, that hadith, that words, La ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika la. Yeah. The best that I've ever said, and all the Nabi's is, La ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika la. On the day of Arafah. And also, mashallah, the tears rolling, alhamdulillah, mm-hmm. mashallah, may Allah grant that uh, those tears uh, out of fear for Allah subhanahu will keep us away from the fire of Jahannam. And we ask Allah to grant uh, 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 success and uh, um, uh, restore the health of that person, inshallah. Um, Dear listeners, um, so coming back to the beautiful akhlaq and the beautiful hadith that we just listened, that the Nabi Muhammad says that the most beloved of all people to Allah are those people the best of character. So dear listeners, please let us work on our character consistently. In other words, on a daily basis, on a daily basis. And allow ourselves to be humble and to identify our weak areas when it comes to our character. For example, if you are a person that loses your temper quickly, then you must work on, on controlling your temper. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is well aware with whatever we are doing. So if we control our anger, Allah is fully aware. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just loves people that control their anger. And if you are a person that go on and lose your anger, Allah is also aware of you. إِنَّكَ كُنْتَ بِنَا بَصِيرًا like uh, Nabi Musa said, Oh Allah, you are well aware with whatever we do. Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam says, and Allah records in the Quran, Rabbana innaka ta'lamu ma nukhfi wa ma nu'alin wa ma yakhfa ala Allah min shay'in fil ardi wa la fil sama. Oh Allah, our Creator, Allah, you know everything that we do secretly or openly. So we, whether we secretly or openly become angry, Allah is aware of it. And if we control ourselves and have beautiful character, Allah subhanahu also knows about it. And please, my dear mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers and grandmothers and grandfathers, please teach our children and our grandchildren the best of character, the best of conduct. Teach them the importance of uh, respectable greetings, beautiful greetings, and greeting elderly people. Teach them the importance of how to talk to adults. 
And I, I just recently make the example of uh, Raji in the holidays. I was in Pearly Beach. No, was it was and I was by Afrikaners. And so I went into the shop and I found the mensen achter the counter. Um, het jy geslaag? And she said, "Ja, oom, ek het geslaag, oom." Mm-hmm. Yes, uncle, I pass, uncle. Mm-hmm. I don't know for what reason, but a few days after that, when I was in Cape Town in one of the masjids of Cape Town, I asked one of the children in the masjid, uh, "Did you pass?" And he was answered, "Yes." Yes, sir. Uh, uh, which grade are you going to? Grade seven. Time, mm-hmm. she said, "Ja, ja, oom, ek het geslaag, oom." So what I'm saying is. Mm-hmm. We must keep up the legacy of Cape Town. Cape Town is known for beautiful character. That is what our parents implemented into us, Taraji. Mm-hmm. You know, and all of us know that also always it by emphasis of boy gaate. Also always it was geleer. Gaat gevraagd worden tegen die zaken. A busy cycle langsan. Maar zie is de salam alikum rahmatullah. Tegen die zaken van tegen die zaken. En mijn mama zei bij je salam. Amal die dingen dat ze mama's was zei. Niet gezegd gaat gaat vragen tegen die zaken zeker niet. Nee. Zie is de salam. Zie mama zei bij je salam. En zo. Ja, nessen. Alhamdulillah. So. Nou is je de lekker onze kennis praten nu Engels. Ja. Tegen die zaken. Do you have sugar? Do you? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So. Taraji, so um, uh, this is, what, what is a re- a really a serious problem. Many of our children, when, when they ask something, uh, even, even their mothers ask him, did you do your homework? Yes. Mm. Uh, yes, mommy. Quot, yes, mommy. Uh, and if, even if you have to, if your children, and, and we need to chill, uh, uh, teach our children these beautiful characteristics or character. And, and the, the big question is, Taraji, are we going to blame the children if they give us answers? No. no, we have to be blamed. Exactly. Because we must teach them. We must, we can't expect other people must teach them. We as mothers and fathers must teach our children and remind them, kindness is kindness. Mm. And they need them to remind elke dag. One day they will appreciate like we pre- appreciate today who also mamas for us groot gemaakt het. Alhamdulillah. You know, I say always to my vrouw, as I eat fever, for example, then, then my vrouw weet I feel so much eat. Because my mama had me so good mm. But I was a kid, as my mama said, Mama, as I go there before camera and I come back, as I get the stool, I remove me. Then she said, Mama, okay, let's go. I can do it myself. I can do it myself. So yeah. in, a, in, a, in a beautiful way, in a strict way, it saved me to learn. That's the way she must get free. She must get free. Yes. Yeah, alhamdulillah. So it's all about, as my mama didn't do it, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. It's not a boast. It's about uh, appreciation to our mothers. For me, it's the problem on my throat to say, relax, I can't do anything. Because my mama had me so good. Yeah. But as my mama had me so good, God Allah, then she'll give us by other people. They'll have no more wisdom or no more wisdom because they'll have so good. That's right. But Alhamdulillah, our mama had me so good. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And, and then my, my dear listeners, coming back to negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. I just want to remind all husbands and wives of a beautiful hadith of Rasulullah. Alhamdulillah, we're so thankful that today we've heard so many beautiful hadith of Rasulullah. And I just hope that somewhere you're going to write it down. Mm. The Nabi Muhammad says, Inna rifqa la yakunu fi shay'in illa zanahu wa la yunza'u min shay'in illa shanahu. Rifq, indeed, rifq, in other words, tenderness and softness and kindness, if it is attached to anything that you do, it beautifies it. Allahu Akbar. Enough is what the men do. As you do with moichit and sachtigit and gentleness, then it's beautiful. For example, if the husband and wife has got an argument, but they do it with tenderness, with softness, with gentleness, then even that argument between husband and wife is beautiful. Wala yunza umin shayin. And if it is taken away, says Rasulullah, illa shano, it spoils it. It makes it ugly. 
So if a husband and wife has got an argument, but there's no tenderness, there's no respect, there's a softness, it becomes so ugly. It becomes so bad. Even if mother and father, even if you reprimand your child, but you do it with tenderness and gentleness and softness, you know, it is beautiful. Your child will, you know, you will listen, inshallah, because you are following the hadith of Rasulullah. And you do it with, to please Allah, and you will feel it. But if you come down on him and say ugly words, no softness, no tenderness, it is so ugly. He doesn't even, he doesn't even uh, um, uh, know what you are talking about. He's just concentrating on, ugly words to me, you stupid, you and even you No, no, no. Uh, you know, so once again, uh, negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. On that note, we need to go for inshallah, inshallah. inshallah. Stay tuned. Welcome back in the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage, Alhamdulillah. Of course, the best relationship when both partners give, take with mutual love, mm. tolerance and understanding, inshallah. Yeah. And Sheikh spoke about the character, the fragrance of flowers spreads only in the direction of the wind. Mm. But the goodness of a person spreads in all directions. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Ya yeah, Salam. Yeah. So the fragrance of the of the of the flowers spreads in all as directions. Yes. Allah Akbar. Spread all over. all over. And it touch it touches everybody. Allahu Akbar. Alhamdulillah. Uh, my dear listeners, uh, you know beautiful character it's it's so important. The Nabi Muhammad says There's nothing in what of all our good deeds the, the the beautiful character is going to weigh the most heaviest on our scales the day of Yawm Al-Qiyamah. Yes, the Salah is going to weigh heavily on your scale. The Hajj also and everything else. But the Itzba, the Swastah and Veeg and Onsa Fayyid Dafan Qiyamah And just imagine the Nabi Muhammad says, the people closest to me on the day of Qiyamah in Jannah are those people who had the best of character. So coming back to the beautiful akhlaq between husband and wife, our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, Man matat, any, any woman, any woman that passed on, anha radin, and her husband is so satisfied with her, jannah, she will go straight to Jannah, Allahu Akbar. Now, now when, is, when will a husband be satisfied with his wife? He will be satisfied with her because of the beautiful life that she's given to him. See, he will be satisfied with her because of how patient she was with him. Even with his faults, she, she kept on and she, she continued. Allahu Akbar. So uh, listen again, my dear sisters and mothers and daughters. Man matat, says Rasulullah, whosoever passed on, the wife that passed on, anha radin, and her husband is highly satisfied with her. She goes straight to Jannah, says the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Because she, as I've said, she served her husband well. She was patient with his faults and pleasing him uh, uh, by, by, by which a woman acquires all bounties. And that is why Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, as the Nabi Muhammad says, uh, the garden is forbidden. And tamaf. First of all, the Nabi Muhammad says, so any woman that pass on, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will let her enter the Jannah. And the Nabi Muhammad also says that the, the paradise is forbidden for any woman who requests a divorce from a husband without a valid reason. Without a valid reason. Allahu Akbar. Just this morning after Fajr, I said to the Jama'ah, Allah says in the Quran, إِنَّمَا يُوَفَّ الصَّابِرُونَ أَجَرَهُمْ بِغَيْرِ حِسَابٍ Allah will give 
to Jannah, to the Sabirun, the people that are at Sabr, without reckoning. Allah is gonna, not going to keep account with them. Because of the amount of Sabr they had, Allah will let them enter, enter the Jannah. There was one day, uh, in the time of Rasulullah, a lady with the name of Asma bintu Yazid. She went to Rasulullah and she said, Ya Rasulullah, I am representing the women. I was sent by the women, Ya Rasulullah. And she said, Allah has sent you, Ya Rasulullah, to men and women equally. And we believe in you, Ya, ya Rasulullah, and we believe in our Creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as women, we are indeed bound by the duties of your, your, your men, houses, and you, we bear your children. And as men, you enjoy the additional benefits of frequent social gatherings, attending uh, uh, salah, the jama'a salah in the masjid, attending the funeral rites, fulfilling your hajj, and the best of all, you men can go f- to fight in jihad, and if you, you go, go, if you die shaheed, you go straight to Jannah. Now what about us, Ya Rasulullah? If any one of you leaves a house, he says, intending the performance of hajj or umrah, or for the battle, we look after your wealth, and we spin the wool for your clothes, and we raise your children. So do we, when, uh, so we, so do we then share with you, Ya, Ras- ya Rasulullah, in these rewards and in this good? And the Nabi Muhammad looked uh, 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 to his companions, Sahab, and he said to them, Did you ever hear a better question from a woman regarding the affairs of, of, of her religion? Allah Akbar. The Nabi Muhammad asked Sahaba, It's a question, it's a practical question. And the Nabi Muhammad said to her, Please go back to the women and tell them that the woman, what is waiting for you, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you exactly the same because of your fulfillment of your husband's rights. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will equal you in reward. Allah Akbar. She was so overjoyed and she went back to the women and they were also very, very delighted by the news of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. My dear listeners, we're still speaking about good relationship between husband and wife. Allah says to the men of the world, وَعَاشِرُهُنَّ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ And live with them in kindness. In other words, with your wives. Live with them in kindness. فَإِنْ And if there's anything that you dislike in your wife, have patience, have perseverance. Perhaps you dislike a thing and Allah subhanahu will grant a lot of good because of your perseverance and sabr that you would have with your wife falls. Allah subhanahu will grant you khairan kathira. Um, our time is almost over and we're going to end off as a, uh, our sister requested with salawat and the Nabi Muhammad alayhi salatu wasalam. Inshallah. I want to say shukran Sheikh for taking time out of this evening. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. In the program negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage and we're going to end off with the salawat inshallah. Inshallah. But for now uh, we say assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and then we'll go into the adhan inshallah. Inshallah. Allahumma salli ala سيدنا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى
أني وصحبي